0: Hi, everyone. This is Postgres FM episode number 62. This is Nikolai and Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, Nikolai. Your time to choose the topic. Tell us, what is it?
1: Yeah, so I chose to go along with the monthly blogging event. So Ryan Booze invited people to blog on the topic of what their favorite Postgres 16 feature is. So this is the upcoming release. Next week. Yeah, we had a release candidate one last week or so.
0: Yeah last week release kind of that next week release.
1: Yeah it normally means release is Shoot. coming unless anybody finds a bug or two. So thank you to everyone involved in that and figured it'd be a good time to talk favorite features.
0: Right By the way, I'm, I just realized I'm interrupting you and in making the process of uh, subtitle transcript creation worse. But this is a good moment to remind our audience that first of all we have our podcast published in everywhere basically. One uh, listener, very good Postgres DBA, I know many years, wrote me that it's a good idea to publish us on Spotify, and not only on YouTube. I told like Postgres.fm, that's it. You can see subscribe or something, the button which will show you many options Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcast, everything, Google Play, anything. It's convenient. And yesterday I saw even on Amazon, it's also published interesting. And of course, it's worth not only subscribing, but leaving a review, you know what to leave there. So, and yes, we have good transcripts on Postgres.fm, we have outdated version, I hope we will update them soon. But on YouTube, we started publishing improved version of subscripts. It's combined effort from OpenAI APIs, Whisper and GPT-4 and manual corrections. We have glossary, we have improved process, and I also plan to apply this process for some talks. So it's interesting content pipeline, which probably will produce content for people who want to read it maybe later or something. Okay, enough. Uh, Postgres 16, where to start?
1: Oh, what's your favorite feature and how did you go about working? My
0: favorite feature? Yes, I thought about it my I have two answers here. My most favorite feature is that all features are open. Nice. Okay, in, yeah. In the age we live in when companies chose not open are choosing not open path. Elastic and Mongo first, and now we have HashiCorp. It's not related to databases, but it's a technology, many people provision infrastructure using Terraform. And uh, this morning I've learned that ClickHouse decided not to open source new implementation of some uh, I forget already. Let me check. I have it open. Share Merge 3 table engine. New implementation will be not open in ClickHouse. ClickHouse is open source, and we appreciated it. it. It gained popularity being a very good engine for analytical workloads. It was open from the very beginning. It was amazing. But they also started to choose the dark side.
1: So you mean like almost like a meta feature that you're great. Exactly. And this pleased. is what I
0: exactly. Yeah. I wanted to say meta feature. Yes, exactly. You caught it. So all Postgres features are open still. Let's appreciate it.
1: Well, yeah. I want to add to that. I love not just that the code is open, but also the discussion around the feature is open on the mailing list and on the commit fest. There's
0: great Here commit messages. Here we come to some dangerous area not discussing versions and technology because I have my personal opinion and I see that many things are not open unlike many companies which are more open than Postgres project but it's a different discussion let's discuss it in in another episode
1: cool so other than the meta feature that the code is all open and the features are all open source what's your favorite actual feature
0: okay I have two more answers (laughs) one one of them purely technical One of them is that the feature we discussed, it was my idea. You know, I like like poor man's uh, solutions. You know, like when you don't trust fully or you're missing something in monitoring, you start uh, using some system performance tools, uh, like starting from top PS, uh, IOSTAT, IOTOP, anything. And if you can connect, of course, I'm not talking about RDS here. So... Similarly, if you need to update a billion rows, and uh, you understand that it will take ages to, to explain how to do it properly to people, but it's very like urgent, for example, next week, your integer for primary key will be <laughs> out of mm-hmm. capacity. So you just use PSQL scripting and backslash watch. So I always select ability to specify number of cycles I need and I said this to Andre and we coded it on PostgreSQL. TV. It was live. Andre sent it to hackers and in PostgreSQL 16 we'll have this feature. Obviously I like it. It's a tiny feature, but not only it was committed to PostgreSQL 16. In PostgreSQL 17, I already see continuation of this idea and people add more tweaks and more options to backslash watch command and PSQL. It means that it resonated. I, I, I'm happy.
1: So just to go into the specifics of what... So in the past, you could watch and it would basically run the same query to check on the progress, for example, of something, uh, and you could do it... Yeah, go on.
0: Let me... As usual, I I explain some things I learned over years uh, which are like tricky and not obvious. First of all, backslash watch is a replacement for semicolon. You don't need semicolon. By the way... Even Andre learned this fr- from me when we discussed this extension, he, like, I bet 95% don't realize you don't need semicolon, you say, select, blah, blah, or update, blah, 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 and then backslash watch. And it already works as semicolon, and you don't uh, need extra execution. So immediately you start executing in loop, by default, it will, it will be two seconds of wait time between loops not loop time but delay time two seconds because also query takes some time usually right it's not zero and the only option backslash watch had in the past it's uh this wait time you can adjust it and in extreme cases i remember putting something like dot one like dot one means zero dot one tenth uh, of a second or a hundred milliseconds so it's very yeah. like very quickly doing something you can see like if connection is good you can for example monitor bitset activity almost you, you almost you see data changing there almost live right? it's quite kind of cool if you understand the, if the overhead of it of what you are doing is not high but now you can also specify a number of loops you want if you want to run something 10 times do it or for example you with simple math, you can understand I want this to run approximately one hour, the query to business activity, it's fast. Okay, we have 3600 every second, for example, and this this will continue one hour. Poor man inside me is happy. I mean, poor man approaches. uh, I like them a lot because they are very trustworthy. PSK is the most trustworthy client we have. Right. And,
1: and it's a simple solution, right? Like, Simpl- I, in the past, so just to clarify, in the past, it would just run infinitely until you stopped it.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes, and I used uh, select CTE, and then if nothing to update, for example, I just used division by, by number of rows, which is zero, and it stopped by error, and this is how I stopped. And <laughs> in Postgres 17, like highlighting this new feature, which is like additional option other people developed. Sorry, I don't remember names, but it's, it's not Andrea already. No? I'm, I'm not involved at all. Additional feature will say how many rows to require to continue, if, like, something like minimal rows and so on. And you can say if it's zero rows, stop now officially without division by zero, which, which cool. is very good. Mm-hmm.
1: Just a stu- probably a stupid question. Do you know why, if what you really wanted was, let's say, please do this for an hour, and instead of having to do the
0: math, why not have a, a time frame in there? Well, now the like Pandora box is open, right? We okay. Can, uh, we can propose new options. And I, I, I my, my honest belief, like, uh, uh, PSQL itself needs some extensibility improved. You know, like, idea of plugins in v- v- Vi, in TMAX, in Sublime, everywhere. In, yesterday I tried to install something for Sublime for my daughter. It was insane. I, I I gave up. So I usually use many plugins until I don't, because uh, if you switch computers, switch hosts, and they where like you are in new environment and it's default Vi, no Control A is not working anymore. You need to go back to Control B as is d- control for control sequence, right? So you use Control B. So I stopped using plugins for Tmux and Vi mostly, but uh, still plugins for psql is a good idea in my opinion but it's not uh, it doesn't exist yet right but extensibility like this for a backslash watch it's good i think small very small but uh, useful so let me um actually technical feature i like the most is different one this okay. this feature is uh, i'm related to it so that's why i i want to talk about it but among all features i like the most you know, PgStat.io, the new system? Yeah. No, 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 not it. Op bytes oh. column inside it. This is what oh, I okay. like most. Op bytes, operation bytes. And if you check it, it will be always uh, 8192. So 8K. 8KB eight, eight bytes. 8192, yeah. So it will be filled with, with the same number always. Okay. It's, it looks kind of silly a little bit, right? But... Uh, why I, I like it because it changes mindset from buffers to bytes finally yeah okay and i checked multiple articles about, talking about uh, pages at io and they mentioned oh you know there is this strange column and they immediately started to say if you have this number of buffer operations for writes or reads this translates to this number of gibibytes or something, maybe, maybe by and so on. And this is, I like a lot, because I know how uh, important it is to translate this for backend engineers who usually, uh, it's like additional uh, s- step in mind n- needed to understand what buffers mean. And it's and hard. And it's
1: not, it's not yeah. simple arithmetic and the numbers get big quickly. Right. So you, yeah. I'm guessing what, you just multiply them in queries where you're looking into this new yeah. view. You, know, you multiply them
0: how yeah. many times my bc in in my terminal bc-l you know like calculator how many times it received comments like some number multiplied by eight and divide by 1024 to understand number of maybe it's like i already like type it very quickly <laughs> times yeah. eight uh, slash 1024 just to translate to Maybe it's and explain to other engineers, this is, this is a lot, you know, or it's tiny, it's nothing. So I think oh, this I like strange column, <laughs> let me highlight it, it's a very good thing to have. Although it's not, like, ideally I would prefer seeing derivatives, like derived columns from original block numbers, Derived right additional c- computed. It's called computed. Like it exists in Postgres also, yeah, right? We
1: have that. Feature. Although well, here this we is have view as well.
0: It's a view. Just yeah, it could be on fly. Yeah. It would be good to see, like byte numbers next there's to also,
1: numbers. There's also some functions, old ones, not new in this release, but ones for showing bytes, like for making them prettier, right? So you, if you've got a number in megabytes, I don't like it.
0: Would, it. You don't Okay. <laughs> It's old-fashioned. It doesn't respect gigabytes versus gigabytes. It uh, has issues. Yeah, I, d- I don't so like what it. Do I, us- you do I usually do you show
1: everything in megabytes then, or maybe I usually
0: megabytes. write my own for this. Okay, if if it's uh, yeah, it's easy.
1: Cool. And okay. you, um, I know Melanie Plageman, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. As with most Postgres names, I think they were involved, but I'm not sure who else was.
0: Yeah, I, I attended the talk uh, she gave at PGCon. It was one of very few talks I attended. It was good. I liked it. Playing with PGBench a lot to see how IO is working. By the way, this uh, view, of course, itself is a big achievement because we always needed something to answer a question. How much IO is related to auto-vacuum activities, for example? But I would like to point that, of course, this view shows uh, high-level numbers. It's not actual disk I.O. It's operations with buffer pool. So some of those numbers are purely memory I.O., not disk yeah. I.O. Like so we still need yeah. old tricks to find the process IDs uh, of autovacuums, of workers, and uh, checking proc process ID, IO numbers are still valid, but mm-hmm. it's still very good. You can perform uh, uh, analysis in convenient way. You can understand your IO and IO in database is the most important thing. Uh, it's the main source of uh, latency, right? More IO, more latency. we talked about so this a lot. Buffers, buffers, buffers. Episodes, episodes, yeah. Like pgstatio IO is global, very detailed buffers. Uh, yeah. At system levels, level, rather
1: system. than query right. level, right?
0: Right, but from there you can go to PostgreSQL statements and, and so yep. on. If you see backends have a lot of IO writes or reads and so on, so I I expect yep. many pie charts and maybe some additional graphs in well, maybe like colorful graphs in monitoring which will show spikes of, for example, checkpoint or like backends produced writes or reads and so on. It's good. Mm-hmm. It also has additional things like evictions, like some extra yeah. things. So usually, for example, in PGSQL statements, we don't have it. Here we have it. It's great. I mean, it's development of analysis ideas. Right? Yeah. Good. Nice.
1: So yeah, on that note, is these system views are really helpful and it's great to see new ones being added I, not related to this conversation but I saw there was one for weight events coming or at least it looks like it's been committed to version 17 which is really cool but yeah back to 16 we probably like it feels like this is a really good episode to talk about our favorite features even if they're small we'll probably do another one on the larger features but so in on that note
0: um, I, mine, I can tell you about larger features very in short like very short About larger features, almost nothing. The gap between what what Postgres delivers every year and what people expect continues to grow. This is my opinion.
1: I thought there were quite big changes around logical replication.
0: Perfect. Unfortunately, DDL is still under development, uh, logical replication of DDL, but the ability to replicate from standbys, it's a long-awaited feature, and also parallel application of long transactions, long-running transactions, Very, very important feature. I like them a lot. Moreover, I need them a lot. We need them a lot. Can't wait DDL to happen. It's a very good uh, thing to have. But I'm talking about things like zero downtime things. A lot of them. Even alter table zero downtime fashion does not exist. But upgrades, people need to stop thinking about upgrades. And uh, many things, right? So Let's talk about
1: another time. let's, let's, Let's talk about that. Yeah, I have a small feature that's like, it's probably uh, just based on the bias of what I tend to come across. But my favorite is also a tiny little one, which might be even considered a a bug that has been fixed, which uh, in version 14, explain verbose. So explain with the parameter verbose would give you the query identifier, which was added to pgstat statements as well. So this is a really cool feature to uniquely identify a query, a parameterized query. So two queries that are looking for different IDs would still give you the same query identifier.
0: To join Um, data from various sources, from logs, from activity, from PgStat statements, uh, and and find examples. Exactly.
1: But, and you brought up the important point, logs, there was something that was missing that that nobody noticed for a couple of versions, uh, or at least nobody reported and was... Has been fixed nobody in created, the first stage. Maybe.
0: The main part is nobody created. Nobody proposed the patch. proposed probably, or, or, or proposed work. it, but it was uh, not perfect in the beginning. This is a, yeah. idea yeah. that idea is lives many many years, and the need is, is there many years, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. So it wasn't in if you used Auto Explain with verbose, so it has like Auto Explain dot log for setting. Even in versions 14 and 15, you wouldn't get the query identifier in the logs. And now as of 16, you will. So I think this is obviously tiny, but there are a couple of really cool things about it. One is I think this empowers monitoring tools like we were talking about just now to, if if you, for example, even without a monitoring tool, if you are looking at pgstat statements, you find some, top queries, maybe by, maybe by I.O., uh, statements has buffer information in there as well, and you want an example query plan, so you can look into it.
0: Yeah, super important.
1: Either an example query plan, or even just an example query, with example parameters, AutoExplain is now a really good way to get that as of version 16. It's as simple as searching the logs for the same identifier. So that that's really cool. Um, obviously, it yeah. makes it easier can, for tools as well.
0: Can you remind me, at the same time, now you're, you're it's possible to explain generic plan to get uh, like if you if you don't have examples at least you can get d- like default plan from the planner and it's also it was added in postgres 16 right explain generic plan
1: yeah yeah exactly now this I don't
0: like it right <laughs> I, I, I see you
1: yeah, I mean it's just not I can see how it is useful if you... if you Cannot find examples. ...are using prepared statements, or if you need to know about generic plan behavior in general, it's a really cool feature. But I don't see... Uh, the people I work with don't tend
0: to need it.
1: So I, well, I suspect it's because I'm not seeing the right use cases.
0: With the right use case, you develop something new, new feature or completely new product, and you don't have data yet. Right? So... But gen- a ah, generic plan will be not good in this case, right? Yeah.
1: I I think it's, I think it's more like if something, I think it's more unprepared. St- I I don't understand it well enough uh, clearly. Okay. Because, uh, but I saw I saw people that were excited about it, like Lawrence from CyberTech. I can't. I, he definitely blogged about it. He might even.
0: L- Lucas had Lucas Fidel also bl- uh, discussed it. I remember. Yeah. They they, d- they did it at the same time uh, around like in spring, it Makes maybe. sense this spring yeah
1: we can link those up for people that are interested in that but yeah in the performance work i've been doing and seeing customers doing i've not seen I, a case where adding that i see
0: really help. it's it can be beneficial in automation of analysis when you have a lot of queries to analyze at least somehow and you need to get at least something and understand like highlight like I I don't like low low hanging fruits, like for example, sequential scan on large table, and this can can be helpful, but it's rough approach, not fine fine grained approach.
1: Well, and and you don't know that it will be using the like it's not real performance data, right? It's the generic plan. Whereas in what you really what tends to be most helpful is looking at examples that have actually been slow and looking at performance data there, and that's where I love Auto Explain. Like it's helpful, not even just so some sometimes it's intermittently slow, right? If a query is intermittently slow, it's actually quite difficult to look into or to explain helps because it captures the plan when it was slow. So I I prefer to look in like I understand the I understand the argument is you can't always get the plan for something like you might have
0: constraints or you might be in an environment where that's not possible. I'm, I'm trying to invent ideas where it yeah. another idea is, uh, to understand how many tables and indexes can be involved in execution. So how many objects and database we need to lock in shared mode. And, uh, there is like some threshold 16, when you reach it, fast path is not possible anymore. And if you have a very frequent que- query to be executed, for example, many thousands per second. In this case, you might have issues with log manager and it hits you and there is no good solution. So I I can imagine a generic plan could happen to could help understand the number of logs this query needs. And probably this could be like if if we find the second part of information, uh, expectations of uh, QPS for this query. If we understand it's a very frequent query and we see a lot of objects are involved, probably it's time to optimize proactively, not waiting for this lock manager wait event popping up in PGST activity. But it's kind of quite like, I, I'm not sure I'm talking about something a lot of people understand. We should discuss it another time as well. Uh, and it, let,
1: it's not my favorite feature, so. OK, a OK, again.
0: So, um, sounds good. I I I yes, I uh, st- almost stole agenda here. Let me <laughs> uh, not to forget to mention very good work which is published with every release every year. It's uh, from Noriyoshi Shinoda, Hewlett Packard Enterprise Japan. It's a big PDF yeah. with uh, examples of new features for and for every release uh, they publish it and this time is no exclusion we can see uh, post 16 new features published already let's link it as well Oh wow yeah yeah so i haven't
1: seen that i'd love to see that
0: <laughs> it's Send usually like better one better two around the time they publish cool. it and it's great to like it's it's it can be used like a, a reference you know like uh, if you're curious about how, how some feature is working you have practical example and it's great
1: yeah Oh, look at that! In fact, you mentioning Japan it reminded me of a couple of other things I really liked about this little auto-explain feature. Was that it was a cross-continent, cross-company collaboration? I know reviewers often have to be at least it's considered best practice that they're not from the same company as the as the person proposing the patch. But it's really cool to see people from Japan working with people from Europe, from Amazon, from uh, NTD Data, like oh, just. Lots of different people from different walks of life and different companies collaborating on the same things. Really cool. And the other thing I liked about it was the discussion. I mean, it's a, probably a reasonable question. People might have wondered when I mentioned that this won't work in versions 14 and 15. Why not backpatch it to 14 and 15? And I think that's a very reasonable question. And I, I'm not entirely sure it's a good idea not to, but I loved the reason why, which was they didn't want to break... Any log parsing tools that people have built. So, not even anything within Postgres, but very much something that, so a part of the ecosystem. Now, I think the most popular one's PG Badger, and I don't think that would break by adding them in. And they might even, if they talk to the maintainers of PG Badger, they might even want this feature backpatched to versions that people are probably more likely to be using in the near term. But as an external tool provider myself, I love that they can sit that people the developers are considering our needs and what what might help or hinder us so really cool that to see that conversation to see the reasons to see somebody question it and people answer it good anything good. else to add from your side
0: no i think i'm um, already uh, out of quota already right we we wanted one feature i expo- I, I discussed i talked about too many
1: so. We'll be back with the Postgres 16 episode, I'm sure.
0: Okay, okay. Maybe to we'll overview a wider picture and uh, yeah. let's plan to discuss features it doesn't have.
1: Maybe that or that. People. Oh yeah, maybe both. Um, I'd like to discuss like what the important features are. Like this is favorite. I, whilst I claim this is my favorite feature, I, do, I would never claim this is the one I think is the most important. So apologies in advance to all the great features that, I didn't, that didn't get mentioned
0: yet. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many things. For example, uh, improvement of performance of copy command, like 3x yeah, faster, it's great, and so on. Yeah, a, a lot of good stuff.
1: It's like a couple of hundred or something, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. so many. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Nikolai. Thank you, everybody. Catch you next week.
0: It's time not to add features, but to remove some. auto vacuum should be removed. Okay, I'm joking. Uh, Thank you, everyone. It's not
1: April the 1st, Nikola. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Careful.
0: Uh, Okay, uh, thank you, everyone, indeed. Uh, See you next time.
1: Take care, bye.